Welcome to Cardition at the podcast about all things Kardashian. I'm Jessica Jardin. I'm Marcy Jaro. We're back. We're back. We're we weren't not here. I wasn't. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was like, I wait, know. we're back. We're back in like, the same place. That phone call really threw me. I it was felt like, intimate. Yes. Talking on the phone felt intimate. I know, like some good old friends from high school. I know. It's the special circle of people in life that you actually talk on the phone to. Yeah, it's very few people, but I few. like it. Yeah, and I liked, uh, I was listening to a little bit of uh, last week and it was like, it sounded like a phone call, yeah. you know? And I was like, oh, <laughs> this is such an, like, an old timey sound to me. Um, <laughs> it was very fun. But yeah, we're back. We're in biz, it. in the same place. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How was New York? Oh, simply tiring. How was Mean Girls the musical? Really fun. <gasps> fun. Um, They're nominated for some Tonys. Yeah. I mean, the performances are great. It's like uh, really like big and bright and pink. And like, I think I have seen not that many big Broadway shows. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the like size and spectacle of it was just like very overwhelming. Oh, um, I, I was like not prepared for You're, like, did you need a Xanax? No, it was like fun. And like in the way that like a big, um, seeing like a big pop star at Staples center. Okay. Feels, was you know? you, were you close? Pretty close. Yeah. yeah. They were pretty good seats. Uh, what was really cute is that it was a lot of like moms and daughters. I think that would be, it's really, really sweet. Like in like little matching outfits and stuff. What it is perfect for, I think is like, I would take my daughter. If I had like an 11 year old daughter who like wasn't a teenager yet, I would take her to it because it's like, I felt way too old for it. And it, it's like trying to talk a lot about like stuff that's hard about like being a teenage girl. And they mm -hmm. like added a lot of stuff that's not in the movie, not lots, but like, we're talking about like sexting and like oh. just like bullying and things like that are clearly part of like the teen and preteen experience in 2018. And so I felt like it was like it would have been and it's really like fun and funny in a way to talk about stuff that's like I would imagine is very hard to talk about as a parent. Yeah. Um, but it's also a lot of it is just like straight from the movie like a lot of just like big good chunks. um but it's great i mean it was like yeah not like for us i think is okay what i would say so you, know? you didn't enjoy it but you appreciated it <laughs> that's a good way to put it yeah like i would not be like oh you have to see it but so i think like it was a, like it's cool. younger yes it felt younger okay but i wonder if like i didn't i don't know maybe like that legally blonde the musical felt that way like it just felt really like bright and like Can the I jokes like weren't too like um they were it was like there is, you know, like a joke about like Trump and Russia and the audience were like, ah, and it was like <laughs> stuff where you're kind of just like, well, OK, um, broad is what I would yes. say. Well, That's it's on Broadway. There you go. Mm -hmm. That makes more sense now. <laughs> now you understand the humor. Uh, I don't I kind of. I feel bad even saying this, but mm -hmm. I don't like musicals. I think it's crazy when people burst into song. You're not wrong. It's so weird You're and not lame. Wrong at all. It's crazy to be like. Mom. I think it's crazy, and I there, think. But some, we're so many of our friends in this like comedy world. Comedians love theater. Yes, and they love musicals, and I cannot get on board people will start talking about musicals and really nerding out and it makes my respect for them plummet <laughs> that makes me feel better because i do not have like i have i don't mind them 
I think I've enjoyed a lot of musicals in my life, but I don't have that like um strong and and theater in general. Like I really don't have yeah. much knowledge. It's not like in the same way that I'm embarrassingly like not well read. There's just like a part of the world I have not sunk enough time into, but I do not know like playwrights we, or like We were too busy being cool. We were being cool. Yes. I was off probably smoking a cig if I had to guess. I'm sure I was making fun of popular kids <laughs> and also sitting with them at lunch. <laughs> I was a real bully to, to cool kids. <laughs> you bullied cool kids? Yeah, and I was also one of them. <laughs> they oh. were terrified of me. <laughs> I mean, could you imagine, you guys, that I'm a bad person? Of course, a lot of you can. You tell me all the time. Mercy, <gasps> uh, I don't think you're a bad person. I mean, every now that it's like we were saying today, like for every nasty little mean comment we get, we have a hundred very nice ones. So yes, um, we got a very sweet one. <laughs> but literally a week ago, someone told me I was the most unlikable person they'd ever heard on a podcast. Was that on ours? No, okay. it was on my other podcast. But I was like, I don't even talk about my real opinions on that. <laughs> that's that's also just like a level of like hyperbole that cannot be true. I was like, like have you heard many other podcasts? There are a lot I of podcasts. Some recommendations yeah. for you. We could give you a few names. I don't even think, think I'm in the top one million for the most unlikable podcasters. No. I mean, I might have be your cup of tea, but <laughs> there's some really bad ones out there. People like to listen to people they don't like, uh, which uh, is a funny thing. I guess I like watch a lot of stuff I don't like. I but like thought about that earlier. I was like, would I roll down the window and scream at a podcaster that I'm like, I hate your podcast. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. And I wouldn't leave a comment either. I just stopped listening. Yeah. I think that that's a very empowering move to uh, just back vote away. with your click. Vote with your click. I mean, we don't even know who listens. I'm, <laughs> as far as I know, I, no one does. No one? No, um, we get some. We, it came up because we got a couple very fun uh, messages and emails. Yes. And we were sharing them with each other. And we'll share some later. Yes. Probably. Um, um, people are great. What else happened in New York? Ooh, let's see. Let's see. Busy city. Um, I did go to SNL. Uh, you saw the Amy Schumer mm-hmm. fun. That was very fun. Um, I was very lucky to get to go uh, through Pals. And um, it was very sweet because it was the Mother's Day episode. Aww. And it was a lot of moms of like writers and cast members were there. Cause they like some of them appeared in the show. Uh, but it was just a very like fun vibe because it was like moms hanging out at moms like midnight to be like oh, yeah. are we gonna go get drinks and they did, did the they after party? party had like all these like 60 and 7 year old moms in like culottes like drinking cocktails at 2am and it was like maybe the best party I've ever been to because of were it were there other celebrities there as well there because were- it's upfronts are coming but maybe yes. not yet it was um it was not like celeb studded I would say also like it this is seems to be maybe it's just a new york thing but it's like in these the after party seems to be at these places that are like these like big cavernous multi-story dark restaurant bars so it's like very hard to see people that aren't directly near you it's probably like designed that way i think it just depends like yeah which week they get where you know it's just like very uh hard to be a snoop um right but yeah no there was just like uh so there was no i didn't see any like big exciting people because i think the only time i went it was Maybe towards the end of the season, Mm -hmm. maybe the second to last show. Yeah, that's what this would be. And um, there were a lot of people there. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, tons of people there. I already told my BJ Novak story, but it was also like there. It was also in like a steakhouse that was like very open. So you could like scan the room. This was like some Japanese kind of bar restaurant. But so I didn't really. Sushi Shamba? (gasps) 
Sushi Samba? Is that it was a called? Okay. No, it had a funny name. It was called like, it was called Zuma, like the beach. Okay. Because I remember I kept wanting to call it a Zumba. Um, <laughs> it's Zuma, but uh, which was very pretty. But um, but yeah, there was like no big headline. It was kind of just, just like moms. Moms, moms were, were the star. Watching moms because that after party doesn't really start till like two. And, and then there's the after after. And there's party. An, then there is the and it's official. It's like an official after after party, which I did not go to. Um. But yeah, the mom, the mom's like getting a cocktail at two thirty in the morning is just like a very fun visual. Yeah, that they're like, my daughter's a writer. Look at me, and they were like just living it up, and it was really cute. Also, I gotta say for the people who you know, like when I went, I was like, oh, I have to pay for drinks. Oh yeah, that's a party. very fun fact. Yeah, fun fact. The party is you not go to a restaurant bar. that just stays open, and they keep making money. Yeah, it's not not an open bar. Granted, situation. they're gonna deal with assholes. Yeah, but um. <laughs> But it, it, money. it was very funny. But that was fun. That's always like a. It's exciting. It's exciting. And it's very New York-y. Yes. And it feels just very like the center of the city on that night. Yeah. It um, feels like maybe the most important thing anyone is doing at that, that moment night in that city. It's very wild. But yeah. that was it. And then, um, yeah. And then flew home. And now I'm back in my beautiful, beloved L.A. where I'm like much more functional and less cranky. And <sighs> it's just good living here. This is it. This is where I'm meant to be. This is where my puzzle piece clicks in. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I will say that there's no like greater city than the one that you feel good in. I always think of it like because I moved around a bit in my 20s and I lived in like San Francisco and New York and L.A. And like it was a, I forget if somebody said this to me or if it was just a thought I had. But um, it's kind of about like the city. If you're trying to figure out where you're supposed to be, like you are the best version of yourself. Mm-hmm. And like that just was very clear to me in L.A. But like in New York, I just like stay out way too late and treat my body like shit and just like drink way more than I want to. And like. I just was like, oh, I'm a much like better version of me in L.A. You know, when I moved from New York to L.A., I moved because I was like, I'm ready to change. And I don't know if everyone who knows me here is ready for me to change. Mm. Like that idea that like it's really hard when you want to better yourself that the people around you recognize it. They kind of still treat you like the older version. Yeah. So I just need not that anything was like crazy or terrible. I just want it to evolve a bit. New. Um, but like, it's not like this city's better than this city. It's just like, what? Yeah. Wherever you, where you, like you said, where you click in, where get in where shine? you fit in. Where are you thriving? I think if I were to move next though, I would go to London Ooh. or Florence. Oh my God. No, London. London is, I mean, they're both great. I wanted to live in London very much in my twenties. I got very hung up on trying to live in the UK cause my family is there. And I mm-hmm. was like, I bet I could figure out like, uh, passports and all this stuff. Um, cause my dad's Scottish and then I was too lazy and I could never figure it out, but well, I wanted to, you maybe could, should we go for the wedding? Yes. I just <laughs> watched that lifetime movie oh, you did? about, uh, Harry and Megan. Are you going to watch the wedding? It's at three in the morning. No, I'm okay. not. I don't really care, but the movie was my roommates. Like, it's going to be really bad. I was like, are you kidding? This is amazing. This is one of the good. best lifetime movies I've ever seen. I saw our bud, Amy Nicholson, I think tweeting about it saying it's like, fe- like a really good movie. It's like, okay, shh, Amy, <laughs> or maybe, but that it, she like fine, it. but it's enjoy it for a lifetime. It's very good. And maybe that's more the sentiment yeah. she was going with. Um, what's going on with you? Oh my gosh. I did. The funniest, worst thing this weekend to a friend. And I'm not going to name this person because not that anyone would know, but it doesn't matter. Um, So I was looking, a friend, an unnamed friend was saying that they thought their ex who has been 
a very high maintenance ex who they are still paying rent. Like it's like, it's like one of those things where like they are screwing my friend over in unbelievable ways because they're like, well, you signed a lease, so you oh, no. like even though it, it's it, it's so stupid. Anyway, so uh, this is a detestable ex, but maybe has a new person in their life. Oh, so. My friend was like, I think so-and-so has a partner now or whatever. I'm being very vague on purpose. So I'm like, look. So this my friend hands me their phone. Okay. And I'm looking through. There's three pictures. And I'm scrolling through the three. And then I wanted to... Of the ex and a new person. Okay, okay. And I wanted to see if I could look at the new person's Instagram to see if they were tagged. So I just touched the screen and I went, I liked it. I liked it. Oh. I liked it from my friend's account. Oh, the ex? Yes. The ex liked the ex photo of them with their new person. My friend hit the floor. I started screaming. I immediately unliked it. And I was like, here, take it back. I like threw the phone back at them. And I started Googling, like, how do you fix this? Does it? Okay. If you do an immediate like and unlike, does the notification go either way? Do we know? Well, I had another friend text. uh, I was on a text chain. I was like, I just did the worst thing. And uh, she was like, do it to me and let's see what happens. Oh, good idea. Uh, And she was like, I didn't get a notification. I was like, I don't know. Oh, my God. I hope not. But my. My friend was very cool about it. They're like, honestly, very funny. It, it was like terrible that it happened. Funny for the for the emotion, emotion of it all. When that like, is truly horrifying. I did the thing that no one wants anyone to do. I mean, this is the danger of what we're all living in. <laughs> we have a friend who uh, got divorced and the, the someone we both know and who the ex had like moved on to a new woman and uh, and it was like all very messy and it seemed like maybe they had been together before the, whole the breakup time. and our gal pal it was like when stories were new mm-hmm. clearly a lot of people i don't think for a while knew that you could, you could see. see who was watching yeah. them and she was watching everything <gasps> she uh, the ex's new no it was just her name and she was like the, oh like, the ex's new person was watching new our mutual girlfriend was watching our female friends stories Ew. like all day all night and it was like she was like what do i do like do i message her and be like i fucking see you stop it also there used to be <laughs> autoplay so yes but she would have had to have been following her yeah, no, I think she just was like creeping on her. Oh and, like, boy, I would have so put in a message. Isn't too. That- I would have been like, my ex's new person. <laughs> Hi, I Hi. see you. It was like too, I think she was kind of just like, it was at least flattering enough, but also so creepy of just like, stop. Like you're, you got the guy, go away. Um, oh, My ex's family <laughs> did that really with a very sweet way though i was like at least they don't like hate no, me they like miss you they want to know what's going on with you well, they should miss me yeah well I miss well you. it's over uh anyway that was the horrible thing i did that's I, shocking like, truly like ugh, i was like classic marcy that made my like chest tighten to think it, about. when it happened i was oh. like <gasps> i liked it <laughs> I was so upset with myself and I just like threw it back at her. But it's so instinctive. 
Yeah. Oof. By the way, that reminds me on the plane back, I finally saw um, Aubrey's uh, Ingrid Goes West, which is so uh, Instagram. It's like Instagram the <gasps> Isn't movie. It so good. I loved it so it's much. so good. I have been screaming about it for days because cause it's like the movie is like the heart like, the heart like, the heart like. Like they so are. It's like it's inside such, of Instagram. It's the best. Like it's like no one has done phone or social media as well as Ingrid Goes West does. It's so good. And, and Aubrey's so good. character is like so cringy. So but also like you you're like you oh, grow to really like love her love and her. root for her, but they also keep her unhinged enough that they're not like they're they know that they're they're they not know. like they're not like this is accidentally happening. They're no. like no, something's wrong with her. And they also just nail all of like it's it's a t- it's tough to decide to do like cool Instagram LA specifics, and they like nail it all and the vibe and in Elizabeth Olsen in a way is great. that's like not too like time specific. Like no. it, it feels like. If you haven't seen Everyone it. Everyone go watch it. And there's also, uh, I laughed very hard at her in um, the ghost sheet with a wig on top. I like was on the plane <laughs> and I, they have her in like an old timey. There's a scene where, and I don't want to spoil anything, but she's in like a the old school ghost costume. It's a Halloween party and it's just the sheet with the eye holes. But then she put like a short woman's wig on it. And I was, I'd had a couple drinks on the plane and I started crying laughing. It was making me laugh so hard as a visual. Please watch the movie. I didn't mean to make a big plug no, for it, she's but it's so, so good. She's so great in it. I can't even text you to tell um, you. I was very proud of her. I feel like that's a good role for her. Oh, she's so good. Um, and also uh, Sh- uh, O'Shea Jackson. Oh is my God. The cutest. The cutest. I was like, Aubrey, is, can I marry him? She's like, he's very fun. Oh, she no. had nothing but amazing things to say about him. Oh. She was like, he's the best. He steals the movie. He's so cute. He's so cute. Also, the the like friend's um brother. Oh, who is um, Goldie a- Hawn and Kurt Russell's son, right? Who's, oh, that's who Wyatt um Russell. I think his he name plays is? like a you know an essential bad guy in this sh- movie. Oh no, but- I'm talking about sorry, um the husband, the blonde. Husband. Oh yeah, no the brother. The is brother, like, yeah. But he's great. He's, he's so great. good at it. It's just good. It's good. Guys, go watch it. Um. Anyway, let's get to some news. We got a lot of news. got a lot of news. Uh, my first bit of news is fuck you, Taylor Swift. Just kidding. I mean, okay, not fuck you, but also. Okay, there's a few things happening. So Taylor yeah. Swift is on tour right now. She's got the Reputation tour. Yes. Uh, one of my coworkers saw it. Was like, it was amazing. I've thought about it. Um, one, she's got thick thighs. She's back and thicker than ever. Really? People are like, she's really rocking her womanly body. And she wow, looks so I gotta good. See this. I know. Okay. I was like googling Taylor Swift thick with two C's. <laughs> um, she does look great. She's like, you know, she's grown in, into her woman's body. Good for you. Um, which I'm not here to like body talk her, but yeah. uh, but so so a big part of her reputation like set um is all these snakes oh yeah which you know she kind of owned from kim kardashian yeah but it's like co-opt from their fight i feel like i remember her asking to be removed from the narrative this is her favorite thing though (laughs) this is what she did with Katy perry too and although they like had the olive branch branch. we discussed it last week but it's like yeah it's this thing of like it's very current celebrity in the sense of like i talking about a thing you are saying the opposite of what you're doing so basically she has like a monologue in her set that's like someone called me a snake on social media and it caught on 
And a lot of people call me a lot of names on social media. And I went through some really low times for a while because of it. And then she even says that she thought that she was never going to get to sing again huh? because of it. The most popular uh, performer in the world. It's like, well, no, you're, you just have to be honest anyway. So she's just like, but it's basically, that's her whole thing is like, I thought I'd never get to do this again. You guys, because she's not like so clearly, but like, it is like pretty like, a quick turn into like someone called me a snake. That was Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Um, I went through the worst depression of my life. I didn't think I could do this again. And now I'm coming back. It's like, basically like you were the bad guy. She was it's also like removing her bad. I was going to say it's, it's about like taking no responsibility. It's so victim-y. And like the thing that's creepy about that is it's like, that's not like in an interview that she's saying that that's on like on stage. stage to her fans. So it's like recruiting and, and it's like, pushing the narrative further into people who are already the craziest for also her. like the narr- yeah the narrative is like this happened to me yeah it hurt me someone did it to me it's so victimy it's very victimy very it's not a good look it's much cooler to be like how cool did that look that t- that thing of the olive branch and katie being like hey fuck it like let's be cool yeah and it's to me this idea of like very rich pop stars like whining on stage is just like it was bad it's not it's not a good look oh this next one okay i don't even know which order to go in because we should we gotta get oh sorry you go ahead no i was just saying because like i put it all in out of order so where do you think we should go next i'm enraged by this interview that you pulled up and the quote in particular and we have to talk about it because this is out Righteous. Okay. Mariah was tweeting about it and I, oof. Mariah oof. Smith, we love you. Um, <sighs> okay. So Tristan Thompson, also known as TTD, <laughs> TTTD, Tristan yeah. Thompson, the devil. Tristan Thompson, that, that's the what, devil. Yeah. That's what Mariah calls him. Yeah. Um, so he's, who, he has his first like, interview on the road tripping podcast right. i don't know what that is i'm sure well it's a place that only th- gives softball questions is what i would describe it as. um so he he spoke candidly about the the candidly should be put it put in quotes yeah um and he has this most infuriating quote <sighs> so he says i think with a girl he's talking about fatherhood so he's talking about fatherhood uh, I think with the, and he also we all know he has another has a son that's like a year and a half older than True the pregnant girlfriend he left for Chloe. Uh, he's is, great. Yeah, he's my type of guy. Yeah, we love him. I think that's exactly who he's I cool, want. and we think he's great. I think he makes great decisions, and he has great character. Yes, I agree. I'm with um, you. Yes. Okay. Uh, I think with a girl, you're just so much more emotionally like. Wait, wait. So I did read that weird. No, no. This is a weird quote. You're just so much more emotionally like with a boy. It's just like, hey, man, you'll be all right, man. Stop crying. His son's too. He said, uh, comparing his relationship with his one month old daughter to the one he has with his 17 month old son, Prince, with model Jordan Craig. But it's like, true. It's going to be okay. You know, we're right here. Daddy's here to feed you. It's me. Look. Yeah. It's way different, but it's fun though. It changes you. Okay. (laughs) So there's so many problems with this. It's like one, you're not. Okay. One, what are you talking about? Okay. To gender an infant. These are neither one of these humans is, is to above the age of 17 months. Because a baby has a penis to expect it to just stop crying is 
insane. It's the root of literally everything it's culturally that's like wrong. Toxic masculinity. Yep. He's such a fucking dummy. I don't even care that she had a baby with a cheater. I'm so upset that she had a baby with such a dummy. <laughs> yeah. Also, she's so misogynistic in so many ways too. So I get that she probably doesn't see how problematic it is because she has a lot of internalized misogyny. Yes. I understand she's a victim of it and also a proponent of it. We'll fix her later. But then also like, hey, dude, you're not there to say, hey, I'm here, dude, because you're not with your other baby. You're not there. Like, you can't even be like, it'll be all right. My, When have you heard him cry? Tristan, when do you hear your son cry? Also, what gall to like you, you are within weeks of being at the center of a cheating scandal. It seems like she has taken him back. He is like, you know, they're pushing this narrative forward. And it's like, this is the interview that you want to give is like talking about your you. How bad are your handlers and managers that they're like, yeah, let's get you talking about fatherhood on this podcast. That's a great light for you. We need people to really remember that you're the you're a good guy. Dad, people love that about you. It's like, no, you abandon your other child. Then you said if it cries, it should stop because it's a man. It's a 17 month old. Uh, and then you said with a girl that's just so much more emotional. It's a like, ugh, ugh, oh, we're boiling. I mean, I just really hate when people do that thing with babies. Like, like he's a boy be tough. I'm just like, why? No, it's, why? I think we're like more and more like seeing it as like the root of what I think where it like really takes hold also, in men I- and that babysat a lot and most of the little girl babies are way bitchier <laughs> i agree actually just that's like, always true they kind of like figure out how to manipulate you a little yeah, sooner like, yeah <laughs> they, like, they always are the ones why who are like you a six month old giving me shit <laughs> mommy says i can like no they can't uh, even talk yet uh, uh, um, he's anyway, a fucking idiot and i really hated I'm like, it though we're gonna have to watch this like normalizing tour apology tour like chug forward it's and been i'm pretty like, slow though I know. I mean, we'll get to the Mother's Day stuff. I think we should get to it. Let's do it right now. Let's do it. Um, so, yeah, go for it. Chloe spent her first Mother's Day alone in Cleveland with True because Tristan was off doing the Eastern Conference. Mm-hmm. You know, it's big time basketball right now. Big time basketball, guys. I know about sports. So the Cavaliers are we're, we're battling the Celtics in the Eastern Conference. So I read that, Jess. I didn't know it off the top oh, okay. of my head. You, you sounded act, like I, a natural. You sounded impressed. Yeah. And I was like, let me let me stop you right there. <laughs> I would there. never have known. I don't know this. <laughs> um, um, so he, she was alone. Granted, you can't fault him for not being there. Yeah. But I just had this like over the weekend for Mother's Day, like because she was posting all the pictures of like the flower she was given and yeah. like m- that said it spelled out mommy. And it was very beautiful. I love a flower lettering. Very struck by how alone she must feel. I mean, what, what, like, she, I feel for her, like, as much as, like, I'm like, you dummy, I also, like, you must be so scared. I mean, what, yeah, I think that's why the way the show will cover it and what we'll learn about, like, what's happening moving forward, it's like, it seems like she's just, like, isolated in Cleveland with this baby. And, like, so sad. She's she spent her first Mother's Day all alone with her baby. I, it had to be so tearful. Ugh. But at least we get we did get to peek at that baby. Yes, that baby is. <sighs> so, 
So, you know, people always complain because we got to see that baby, but with filters on its face. Yeah, yeah. Apparently that's for privacy. Oh, so that I guess because like when a baby's new and, you know, like nannies are taking it out for a walk and stuff. So oh. like they just don't want people to be able to recognize. I don't know how much I buy that, but that's sort I know the parent. I think it's more about baby acne and it's a real it's a real <laughs> issue, guys. Baby acne. It's hard. You can't get rid of it. You can't even put a spot treatment on it. That's very true. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But no, uh, but I'm, I do know that like privacy with a baby is a and a child is like a very tricky thing for non-famous parents to figure out so yeah. it's like i imagine there is a like a lot of uh a lot of conversations but we know we're all gonna see that baby we're gonna see that baby um i don't know i just i really feel like this weekend i i often thought of her and i felt sad me too i think it's a sad situation and that it's like you know we talked about a lot but that family is so good at controlling the narrative and i'm sure we'll get like you know whatever's coming but like i think in this moment it's really hard to not just like deeply pity Chloe whatever this because a lot of people it's interesting because even I just got my hair done not to brag but my you know we encounter out in the world guys a lot of haters Mm -hmm. and I'm very used to it when you're when you're pro Kardashian you got to have thick skin I'm Mm -hmm. very used to it I imagine everyone listening I mean we talk about that later in the episode yes yes but like you know uh so my hair lady who I love was like we're talk- she brought up Kardashians and was talking about like Chloe and the cheating thing and pointed out like, well, yeah, but, you know, it's a real kind of basically saying it's like a what goes around comes around, you know, because she like took a guy away yeah. from a pregnant girl and a pregnant woman. And I was like, I totally get it. I hear that logic. That's also not really how the world works. And also like it can just still be sad for Chloe, you yeah. know, like that. that's that's the day before you go into labor for that to all happen and that you're yeah, you're like in Cleveland alone and he's I not mean, there. It's just like, it, it's even sad. without the cheating scandal that she's just away from her family yeah. and like that family wants to be close partners off balling. And then, you know, when he comes back, I'm sure he's doting on her so much, but she's a smart girl. I know she knows how bad the situation is. I know she like, won't admit it, but that doesn't mean she doesn't understand it. Oh my god, what will she do? Um, well she did seem at least in good enough spirits to buy a gift for Kim that made me laugh very hard. We had a com- <laughs> we had a, a listener send it to us um on Instagram too. We were laughing together. Uh Chloe <laughs> bought they all did a lot of Instagram posting, which I'm sure we all saw of their like flowers and their gifts and They're all stuff. Basically wa- baby machines. Yeah, like that they family. really are. <laughs> These like Mother's Day is like, yeah, like a huge holiday. But um they uh, Kim opened a box uh, that was like a Prada makeup bag, w- but inside was this like very hip, like a uh, jet black dildo. It wasn't also, a dildo. It was they kept in this article. It's a vibrator. It's, a vibrator. Yeah. it's not a dildo. There's a because if you don't know the difference you between a dildo and a vibrator, let me tell you, one moves, the other one does. Yes, the other one, it's yeah, simple. That's it. The name is in the, the dildo. One of them. <laughs> it doesn't do anything. You're the doing vibrator the vibrator vibes. Um, but there was also all these like little candy penises. penises. It's a very cute gift. I like that idea of moms buying moms vibrators. Sometimes mom has to handle things. Yes, that's what it said. Or oh, Chloe, like that. you're funny, oh. and I miss you. Um, and okay. we love you. Then we had Caitlyn Jenner snubs Chloe. Oh, yeah, this got some traction. This snub. I yeah, I guess Caitlyn had posted one of a new non-filtered stormy pic with Kylie. Oh, I must have missed yeah. that. I didn't see um, it. Looks great. And then some of Caitlyn's like favorite moms, including Kim and even Chris. Um, 
But no, I wonder if Courtney was in there. I guess I should follow Caitlin to find out. Not gonna. Um, but um, Chloe was absent from the post. That's right, and mm-hmm. she has been the most vocally anti-Caitlin. Um, there Someone was, brought up. Well, go ahead. Oh yeah, no, there was like an interview. I think from right before she ha- in this article, there was an interview from right before she had the baby, where somebody was like, "Do you think having this baby will maybe um, you know smooth things over with?" Caitlin and she was like no there's no reason things won't remain as they are yeah and that in some interview recently Caitlin said that it had been two years since she talked wow. to Chloe which is also there's no post at all on Instagram from Caitlin yeah about Mother's Day maybe it was a story maybe it was a story guys it's all about stories um but I also will say this on Caitlin's behalf like if she were to post about chloe that would be crazy yeah and it could upset i mean maybe it was in her mind being like sensitive to be like we have no relationship i can't claim ownership of my like stepdaughter just because i'm like a public figure and it's mother's day you know yeah so who knows i caitlin you didn't do bad this time we don't know caitlin we love to cover you as little as possible (laughs) (laughs) that's true all right then what okay so we have kim chloe and scott are being sued (laughs) over their private jet bill so this seems like a lux jet kind of thing so apparently the company claims so basically it's this silver air llc filed a suit against kim kardashian chloe kardashian and scott disick for failing to pay their tab um other it, passengers include Pooh bear who's that i think he's a producer yeah a music producer yeah that's what i said <laughs> oh okay i was reading it as i was like <laughs> you in, were like oh marcy he's a music i producer. thought he's i heard who's Pooh bear and i was like oh it's oh right marcy here. he's a music producer listen i'm reading along with you it's not i'm not i'm not savvy to Pooh bear um the company claims the famous crew chartered a flight and left a 225 wait 220 wait yeah, you're right. $225,000 tab. Yes. I'm rounding down. Yeah, you're fine. Uh, I couldn't, I can't say numbers, guys. It's a lot. It's because it's so many numbers. We never deal with numbers this no, big I'm in our lives. No, I'm never talking about owing someone more than $200,000. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, so it's, it seems like they pay LuxJet and LuxJet then charters different planes Ooh, so this okay. seems like a lux jet snafu because lux jet lux jet is also named in the suit i see so i mean it just feels like i don't know you think that that's it says the company claims that the famous crew chartered a flight and left a two hundred and twenty five thousand dollar tab so is that one flight on a is 225k no i think there's there's kim chloe and scott there i don't think they all three went somewhere together no but i mean oh you don't that's, that's you don't think that that's one I think flight three separate oh yeah, okay okay compl- like they're they're filing against three separate individuals because they wouldn't they're not like being like and we split the plane up i don't think they you know I do see. it like that okay i was like how much does this shit cost um, I mean, probably a lot, but not remember the episode two hundred thousand like, dollars a flight a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, that felt like a lot. Uh, I remember there was an old Keeping Up with storyline where they were trying to get Chris to buy them a plane. <laughs> they were like, "We want, we need a plane, like a huge commercial plane." I mean, they might as well. I know they should start Kardashian Air, and I'd fly. I that just, shit. I think they just can't like probably schedule it. Yeah, like if they had one plane that they like split as a family. No, they'd the be like, kids. I and want the plane. Now. No, they need like they would need like a little fleet. I mean, my parents have a friend that has a pilot and a plane. <gasps> it seems and a, so fun to. But be able- a bad thing happened. Oh no! Let me tell you a sad story. Is it like a scary plane crash story? Yeah. I'm, okay. 
So this, the friend's pilot was um, a, like a, a, he was from the Air Force. He was like a, a fighter pilot. Like he was very experienced. And these are smaller planes than what they're flying to. These are like, yeah. you know, they don't seat 20 people right. planes. Um, and he had just bought this like, this new state of the art plane, my parents' friend, um, like very fancy. And it was so new and had all these like new things. He, the pilot had to go recertified. So he got like his whatever amount of hours, like a hundred hours, like getting recertified. Yeah. Was finally able to like fly this new plane, took off in Louisiana in Baton Rouge. Mm-hmm. And there was an engine malfunction. Mm-hmm. And he crashed into a neighborhood, mm. and like the people whose home he crashed into, like had just left their house. Oh wow! Like they saw him, and they said they saw his face as he was like going. Oh down. my god, Marcy! I know it's so terrible, and that he was so scared. I think like our theory is that like he was so upset, not just because he was yeah, but he was crashing into a house. He, he thought he was killing other people. Yeah, but it was no error of his own. And he was older and like just sad. Uh, hey guys, this is a Kardashian and things podcast about all things. I feel it was like very sad that I was like that is like the scary things with little planes. Little planes uh, crash a lot. I got at yeah. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Um, Honestly, like you we're know not what's gonna crazy is it? Well, I don't want to scare everyone. Never mind. Yeah, uh, the bigger the plane, the better is all I'm Let's saying. Give me a big, a big old give plane. me a big plane any day. Me give too. me a lot of people on that me plane. Me too. I'm telling. You, I'm talking about international flights. Those pilots, they're great. Oh. Um, on the flight back from New York on Sunday, it was like, I haven't been on one in so long that had the like middle row and then the seats on the side, you know, like uh-huh. three in the middle to, and the sides. And I was like, oh my God, it was the biggest plane I've been on in so long. And I was it's, like, oh, I'm not going to feel a thing when we hit those great. bumps. And it's I didn't. really good. It's like the Titanic. Oops, oops, oops. <laughs> oh, Marcy. Everything is, no, nothing's more dangerous than you guys listening right now in your cars. Yes, exactly. That's much more dangerous. All right. Um, Should we do gray-haired Kim? Or good, or Kim does a good deed. Either one. Oh. You pick. Okay, Kim does a good deed. Then we can follow up with gray-haired sure. Kim if we need to. So, uh, Kim Kardashian. It, so, I know people have, have a lot of feelings about um, the Kardashian West crew talking with Trump's crew. But mm. Kim Kardashian, I'm working with Jared Kushner to free Alice Marie Johnson. So, um, hold on one second. <laughs> Okay, you guys, I just had to read it. I realized I didn't know the details. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah, we just I was like, all right, what's this? Deal. Okay, so basically, um, this, uh, let's see, this great-grandmother, her name is Alice Marie Johnson. She was serving a life sentence without parole for a nonviolent drug offense. I think essentially she was like the go-between between mm-hmm. drug dealers. And Kim happened to stumble upon it uh, on Twitter, and she thought it was meant to be, because she's like, it's not like I'm on my phone all day. So I came across it. It was meant to be. So she was calling with the White House with Jared Kushner to like try to see what they could do about a pardon. Right. That's mm. the essential essentially. Do you know, I recently found out, do you give me a ballpark estimate of how many, how many pardons do you think the average American president gives in a four year term? Well, what a Cause question. Trump's been pardoning people like crazy, right? Maybe like Five. I'm sorry. Okay, please. five. I don't know. It's, okay, so you think around five pardons? Because remember, at the end of Barack's, yeah, he was pardoning people too. Yeah. Um, so you think it's about five? That's, That's how many pardons. It's a closer to two thousand. Oh, okay. That's the average. Okay. Wow. Dang. 
or maybe I'm thinking of the highest one, <laughs> but it's more like hundreds and hundreds and not. Okay. And that, not like five. I see. Okay. So this is a real thing that like she actually could get done. She could help get getting this great grandmother with a nonviolent drug offense pardoned, um, which is great. Amazing. Um, I don't think she has to be have any contact with that circle but also it's like if that's how things get done i mean if if her husband's gonna embarrass us anyway you're right no you're right as well get something good out of it they're building relationships with that little uh, ghost boy jared kushner yes (laughs) doesn't he look like he's just in the back of a painting hi i'm here too oh boy so yeah the so uh good for you kimmy yeah she didn't do so bad i know well i don't know enough about it i'm sorry i started the story okay no (laughs) your turn <laughs> you do something i think the point is we love you kim we love you kim and um, do good when you can um so kim is continuing the like uh you know kanye apology tour on some level and like i guess this clip got uh, aired um when did this go up i think may 10th god it's they been put, a long they week they put a clip there's a cl- <laughs> it's a sneak peek ahead of an appearance she's doing with live with kelly and ryan um, oh, that must have probably aired so far. Um, she opens up about how her hubby is doing. Quote, he's doing really good. She says, he's in Wyoming recording. He has a couple of albums coming out, so he's just focused on that. I will say, she adds with a laugh, he gave me my first gray hair this week, and I'm blaming that on him. But no, he's doing really good. So Kimmy's, you know, smoothing it out. Just yeah, she's keeping like, it cool, Kanye's Kimmy. the most amazing person when he's not acting like this, when, in, when an insider says. <laughs> I like mean, when he's not doing this? when he's not being part of how he also is <laughs> he can sometimes i get it i have a lot of friends like that <laughs> well uh i i appreciate he's very lucky to have kim out there um she's not saying much so she's not like totally apologizing because no. i'm no, sure no, he doesn't want her to but that's why i think it's like the subtle like the same way she was when she talked about tristan you know it's like it's really fucked up uh, uh, like she's so good at these little nuggets and they yeah. grab the headlines and it's like yeah somebody's acknowledging also, it she, was she in Wyoming as well oh, I think maybe. so because I saw some pictures and it looked just breathtaking Ooh, I miss those I gotta go to Big Sky let's go I mean we we haven't even gone to the help not yet Jess I know we're not gonna go guys we haven't been there we're all right always, is um, that all of our news or do you want to do some emails I wanted to do some emails really quick get at it girl um, I have a shameful admission <laughs> you what you do you knew this was gonna happen i told you as i know it was happening i know Why? i knew it as it was happening this is uh, titled i was the cardishonate listener of hollyweird <laughs> oh this is egg on my face guys hey ladies at jessica i was the cardishonate listener who came to your hollywood show a few weeks ago thank you so much for giving me a shout out on the podcast this might be the closest i ever get to fame also <laughs> My name is Victoria, not Veronica. (laughs) But I always kind of wish my name was Veronica, so I'm more than happy to be called that. No, No, Victoria. Victoria. You're being too sweet. Victoria, that's That's... my my childhood. Whenever we were playing a game and they said, (laughs) what name do you want? I always said Victoria. Really? That was my go-to name. I picked Elizabeth. (gasps) I love Same vein, though, right? We're like, we're white. We're sophisticated. (laughs) We're royal. It's exactly that. I'm sorry, Victoria. I blew it. Um, I got not 
I'm not going to make any excuses. I blew it. Marcy, at Marcy, I really wish I could have met you too. I looked for you after the show, but didn't see you uh, if I, you were there. She called me out for not supporting you. No, I didn't mean to. Re- I, I was trying <laughs> no, to show I meant Victoria. Cute. Victoria, yeah. now you call me out for not going. You know, yeah, sometimes I, I can't go to all justice shows. Listen, people, some people want to have a normal Saturday night. Um, if you if you were there, serious apologies for missing you. Anyway, just want to drop in and say hi to you awesome ladies. Your podcast is a bright spot in my week, and I thank you for doing what you do. XOXO Victoria. We love you, Victoria. It, it was so nice to meet you thank you for correcting me i really wanted you to <laughs> um should i read this uh, cat one that we got yeah it's wild guys <laughs> do it <laughs> this came in today and ooh, it was a thrill dear jessica and marcy i love the podcast and you gals frequently help me through long car rides from baltimore to nyc hell how long is that that's long it feels long i did that on the train once it feels like four hours maybe us. i'm wrong <laughs> um I was re-listening to old episodes this past weekend and heard that one of you is struggling with giving your cat meds. That's me. Pill pockets were the only thing that got my grumpy old ass cat to take her diabetes medication. You may have already found a solution, but just wanted to reach out. I attached a picture. They're so sweet. feline greenies. They're called pill pockets. So sweet. Also, <laughs> when I was in elementary school, my friend and I deliberately jerked off her cat to see the lipstick <laughs> because I didn't believe her. So I hope that makes you feel better. They're referring to me touching my cat's dick accidentally. <laughs> have you ever Googled a cat penis? They have spikes. Fucked up. <laughs> You're right. Everything about it's fucked up. Love you girls in the podcast. Lastly, I appreciate your openness to admit internal bias. This really moved into a new realm. Um, during the podcast when someone brought up the brought up the heteronormative theme of gender in parentheses sex reveals I'm about to start a doc program in counseling psychology and have learned that self-awareness is the key to educating ourselves and the people around us sorry to be corny y'all much love um, I'm not gonna say the name yeah Can't, just in case yeah just I don't in know. case there was some jerking off stuff <laughs> yeah, there was a there. cat jerking off you know who you are <sighs> um, that was fun it really made our day uh, thank you for making me feel less like a a a cat dick touching freak. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, okay. Should we get to it? Yes. We're at one of the very, one of the most dramatic episodes. Ugh, this is, of, it's, this was big. I was really looking forward to this. It was a fun one. So it's season one, episode eight, the finale. price of fame. Season finale. Season finale. Of, so this is the end of the first season of in, keeping up. With. And in case you're wondering, yeah, of course we're going to keep rolling through. Hell yeah. We're, I'm hooked, baby. You were going to watch season two next. So get it queued up yeah. on your Hulu. Catch up with us. Cause we're, we're, uh, we're rolling on through. Um, it's been such a fun season. I've loved almost every episode. I'm convinced that the show should be a half hour. Oh, I mean, absolutely. They got to go back to that format. It is so much more fun and digestible. Give us 20 episodes. Just give us a half hour. Yeah. It's like in, you're out. Ugh. Anyways. um, So, yeah. So it centers around. Uh, well, this is really broken up into two halves. Yes. One is like, oh, my God, Kim's so famous. And the other one is like, <laughs> yes. uh-oh, Kim's too famous. It really feels like this hit the producers out of the blue. And they had no <laughs> yeah. idea. They were like, fuck. Because it seemed like the other yeah, setting up a narrative that's like, 
Kim is really getting famous. And Kim, we, like, people are saying she's dating who? Who? And it starts with a very funny place to start, which is a car show. Oh, yeah. She's hosting at a car show for Dub Magazine. Dub Magazine. Dub Magazine. Uh, so she's, she's and they're kind of like dropping hints. They're like laying the groundwork that she might be dating Reggie Bush. Right. Because right? people are asking her about it. And then uh, so but so funny. So there's this rumor, I guess, at the time that she was dating the rapper Fabulous. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and I knew immediately that it was untrue because when they showed him, he had half of his teeth were broken. <gasps> and I was like, absolutely, she would never. Oh, uh, I don't care. Her type. I mean, he now his teeth look great. Okay. So fabulous. Yep. Although also you've been arrested recently for assault charges. So yeah, like fabulous, I, you're not our cup. We're not we here. have mixed feelings. Yeah. Maybe you were in the middle of getting your veneers and it was no, a bad it, appearance. It took him a while. It took him a while. <laughs> okay. So she was like, we thought we'd have some fun with this rumor. <laughs> and then she was like. It was a truly joyless fun. Though. I mean, she was like, that this is where Kim's brain goes when she's like, I'm going to be very funny. She's like, you guys may have heard that this was my one time rumored boyfriend. So I guess after today, we'll probably be married. Fabulous. <laughs> this is her on stage at the car show introducing him. And the audience is just like not listening. No one you can laughs. hear blinks. Yeah. It's <laughs> just like Kim kind of like swinging her butt around, just like trying to be adorable. Um, also old, butt. old, butt. not the same, butt, you guys know she honestly, it's sort of crazy that a few years ago she was like, she took a x-ray of her butt, but now her butt's different, but like it's gone it's a bit it's maybe just, it was shapewear maybe there's a different realm nope, of nope, shapewear no Marcy. no 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 <laughs> jessica have it. no the people have spoken and the people is me that butt has been altered i just like i know i know but what, even if she did it's okay but that there's old no butt judgment was great too though is the thing the old butt was great too whatever she wants to do she gets to do. also like how do you get famous for having a big butt and then change it so much and make it so much bigger i guess because you're fixated right i guess she really followed dolly parton's footsteps anyway her boob steps uh her her tit steps her tit steps okay uh, so we get so yeah it's a, it's this weird car show um and then you know then she's like has a little drive home from the car show and her publicist calls aunt cindy and is like i have to run a rumor past you i'm getting asked by everyone everyone wants to know and i by the way you maybe you like lived in new york around this time i did i lost my mind when they said butter that it was at (gasps) Mm -hmm. butter in new york city they're like people are reporting that you were like basically canoodling with terrence howard at butter Butter. and i lost my mind because i remember like i was very that was in the very like mary kate and ashley days and like every celebrity went to butter and i remember like dragging my friends there because i was like i've got to go to butter where all the celebs are my friend eddie dunn was a waiter at butter during this whole time Uh, yeah peaks new york celeb yeah uh also, I went there during restaurant week because they would have like a prefix so you could try it out. Ooh. R- restaurant week in New York is great because you can go try out the worst they have to offer. That's great. Uh, for like 35 bucks for I'll lunch. I'll take it. 
Uh, and I had um, a butternut squash soup with <gasps> popcorn in it. Namesake. Very strange. Namesake. Namesake. Um, um, so then they like we we kind of learn like, oh, people are talking about Kim and that's like they're laying the groundwork. Also, there's such a funny episode where Kim is Googling herself or maybe Yahooing. I don't know. She's not binging. Bing- not yet. <laughs> she's not binging. Not yet. <laughs> so uh, she's like looking at herself and she has this like she Googles herself and there's this old picture of her with a tied up menswear shirt, like a striped shirt with wide leg pant. And I'm oh, like, missed it. which is actually like right now a very current look. Yeah. And I was like, but never would she wear that now because it's but it was so like ahead of a trend. It was like 10 years. Whoa, I need out. to I should go look at it. I didn't see uh, it. And then also Kim's voice is normal in this episode. But yeah. maybe she's also sick too because she has like a cold and she's like, I mean, look at me. And it's <laughs> like, she has a really deep voice. She's like, I mean, who's, they're like, and Kim and Chloe, are Chloe, bleh, Chloe and Courtney are like, step away from the computer cam. They're really trying to drag her off. But she's like, I mean, where do they get this from? Like, she's, crazy. she's like, it's so, it feels very real. And it's like, I feel like what Kim probably did spend a lot of time doing. And she's like really Googling herself and trying to figure out. But then it's funny because we learned that what actually happened was that Chloe was clearly like Courtney. Courtney, sorry, was canoodling with Terrence and Not sitting canoodling. on his lap. She just took a picture. She's no, like, no. She says later that she was sitting on his lap. Oh, in the I family, thought- we know there's like because I thought the oh. same thing, and then later she's like, because I was like, well, wait, then who was sitting on his lap? Because that's what the public was asked. Like, it was, me. and in the second scene, then she goes. I was sitting on his lap. Oh, that's funny. Did you hear of the famous? We talked about it last week. The word that they use all the time. Yes, slore bag. Slore. I, slore bag. Guys, no slore. No slore for me. Mm-hmm. I hate it. It's also just like bad and has a bad ring to it. And it's like slore. It's just bitches. It's bitches being bitches. No, oh. thank you. I hate it. Um, but yeah, we. So then we get. We learn that um, Kim is conveniently going on a radio show of her executive producer oh is that who that was her uh, accused sexual assailant ryan (laughs) seacrest (laughs) what a simple connection for this uh storyline uh so it kim and the and chloe and court wait chloe and courtney are on with no mics just headphones they let them on (laughs) what could be more symbolic what a time what a truly symbolic thing of just like i mean no one's here to listen um <laughs> god no they um so he kim sets it up as like i want to clear the rumors yeah we want we're gonna we're gonna ask me anything ask me anything so she goes through and she goes like, yeah he goes through joe francis and she no. says no pete went i kissed him but it was for a music I video i kissed a monkey <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, and then uh, then we kind of like this is more like hinting at Reggie Bush right. I guess because like we know that like she's dating him the whole time and like just setting up he's going to be on next right, season right, right? We to, yes we get to Reggie's storyline uh, but it kind of is like nothing but then I guess and then the scene after this is when we I think we get also, to there is like right after the scene Chris is like I guess you're just going to have to learn to toughen up Chris, uh, Kim yeah which is kind of like kind prescient. of crazy uh for your mom but you have to learn to toughen up bitch and then Ugh. so this scene i don't know when it was filmed it's clearly not even around the same time no but it's so kim gets a call from a tabloid reporter we don't or i forget her name i think they said i can't tell you because i i risk my i, yeah, I don't want to risk my job they didn't say although even she which- should get a promotion because she saved 
Like, had she not, had this person not tipped Kim off and they had run the story, yeah, would they would have gone to jail. prison. So we, this tabloid reporter who clearly has like a relationship with Kim calls and is like, I could get fired for this, but you should know there is a guy and he is shopping around pictures Ugh. of Courtney that are like clearly. Well, she, she was saying they're all, that Courtney, a guy yeah. and Kim also are on the pictures, right, but right. I think it was just because he had some other picks maybe yes yeah. or maybe even just like because you knew it would get more traction yeah including kim and immediately kim knows what it is and it's this it's very interesting because the way it's it's told very herky-jerky in the show like without it's like it, it's very hard to piece together what's yeah. happening until basically you get like many scenes later chris basically explains it yes and you don't know what's happening and kim is like rocketed into yes true real very obviously unscripted panic yes. i think so she runs into her mom's house <laughs> she's immediately crying not funny but it's she's a- like mom something happened and chris is like what what happened she's like the pictures they found nick get pictures the real key moment though is that we still don't really understand what's no, happening and then she's like courtney i don't want to see her and courtney, i don't want to talk to courtney so courtney must be in another room that's visible from the kitchen <laughs> she and then runs she kim runs. clomps off down to kendall's room oh the way locks she- her door <laughs> kendall's like what why can't i go in my room the way she is running away screaming i don't want to talk to courtney she's like i don't want to go through this again it made me laugh so hard and so then by then we learn chris finally tells us okay in high school courtney took pictures of her and her boyfriend together without their clothes on naked sex 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 acts and then kim stole them because she's a a bitch she's a bitchy (laughs) mean sister and then this is where i got foggy and then the ex-husband so she was married and i guess the ex like must have been in the ex-husband's house and maybe a friend of his and then she like divorces that husband moves out this is the one she got married when she was like 19 in vegas quickie marriage um and so like a friend of his and he's acting like i don't know maybe this guy he knows exactly what happened totally the ex-husband knows for damn sure that he let his friend take this and he was probably gonna get a cut of it or something totally okay so then so we get a really funny (laughs) chris tells chloe you gotta keep courtney busy you gotta get she's like you know those pictures chloe's like the sex pictures like everyone knows everyone goes yes the photos that we all know photos yes she's like okay (laughs) courtney can't know okay so i had there's so many funny lines so then they call so they (laughs) so like this is a case for the fbi before they call the fbi sorry is it a line i loved (laughs) chris is leaving kim kim who's still melting down in the room chris goes is like gonna come right back and she's like can i get you anything and kim goes a gun that made me laugh that made me laugh i liked it that made me laugh so so while Chris is trying to divert Courtney's attention away. Kim has smartly called a lawyer. And this made me laugh so hard that the lawyer's like, when were these pictures? And like, so Kim's explaining. And so like, so the lawyer's like, oh, well, Courtney's underage. And they're like, aha, like none of them fought it at all because this family has such a problem with sexualizing underage girls. It didn't even like click to them. Didn't even click that having sex under the age of 18 and nudity under the age of 18 is not legal in the state. That's so interesting. They didn't even think of it because they're, 
just so used to being like, of course you can. Kylie's fifteen and can of fuck Tyga. Of course, can, Chris Carda, Chris Jenner, Houghton, Chris Houghton can like have an affair with Robert Kardashian when yes. she's a tween. Yes, like of normal, cool. normal, fine, normal. That's very and then interesting. They're like, that they wouldn't. Aha. Oh, because you're not supposed to. You can't oh. show naked pictures of children. Got it. Got it. Thank you. They're so, yeah, there's never been a happier room. There's never been a group of people happy to realize something is porn. But they still it's didn't quite porn. understand it, though, because they're like, well, what if they get out? It's like, no, doesn't, it's a federal offense. No one like everyone's going to cl- run it by their lawyers first. No. Like and like the risk would be it's insane. It would be. But they liter- just yeah, they just weren't like they yeah. should have at that moment been like like they just didn't know like she's underage. There's no way these can get out. Right. But they should have figured it out. But no, it takes the FBI. Uh, but it is this very funny the way that the scene is playing out is it's like there is basically this like hunkering down yeah. in the room and they're figuring out the FBI piece of it and this and that and then like so Chloe or Kim, Courtney is and Kim's the other like room. I guess I should just tell Courtney so they have a powwow and then to your point then we get another one of these great sentences where she goes <laughs> guess like, what's come back to haunt she's us like, <laughs> and then without literally a breath court goes my sex pictures <laughs> <laughs> doesn't care at all has not a care in the world as my sex my, back does. my, my sex, sex pictures, pictures. <laughs> <laughs> i forgot that courtney is so funny in this episode but also like that's how we know it's like it's not just naked pictures no. she took pictures of them having, having sex. sex yeah they're <laughs> sex pictures my sex <laughs> then we have this sweet little clip from Kendall. Mommy said the FBI is coming and that's why I couldn't get in my room as she fights with Kylie. <laughs> and then Chris says, okay, the FBI is here. Look your best. Oh, you look your best. <laughs> oh my God. And then we get this great shot of Chris kind of just like meditating it all um, on the porch while, her, while everyone's talking then, to the FBI. And then Caitlin. Ka- Caitlin arrives again. Caitlin's the last to know. Last to know. And she thinks for sure, she's like, is this a prank? Because one time they pretended like the IRS, <laughs> I was on a prank show. No, Caitlin. Caitlin. That's not what's happening. So then they like, they realize like Caitlin's talking to Courtney and that like, oh, you got to tell Scott because men own you, right? Right. You can't have lived before you were with Scott. So... Courtney, it's really funny because Courtney's like, I'm going to have to tell Scott and then I'm going to giggle and laugh like I always do when she I'm nervous, does. which is I've told you this like like in like other episodes where you're like Courtney's being so weird and leading people on. It's because when she gets deeply uncomfortable, she's like, OK, I have something to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I ran over our dog. <laughs> um, she is so weird. I love her. She's deeply traumatized as a child, you guys. Oh, she's so... Before her father died, something else happened. She's just... Yeah, she gets this funny scene of Scott comes over, and then she, again, calls them. She goes, you know how I have those sex pictures? He's like, the ones before your boob job? I was like, Scott! (laughs) Also, he looks actually, like, very uncomfortable. Yeah. And then he was like, is that... He's like, those guys really FBI? They weren't wearing nice suits. (laughs) 
dig scott no and then he he makes a bunch of very like lame jokes about how disgusting it is yeah it's kind of like that slut shaming no but he's at least semi-supportive no he he's lets like, her know that no he's... one wants to see their man with or their woman with another man like Ugh, scott come he, on the, she's out of your league anyways yeah um and then yeah and then we they go to bed for the night they don't know what's gonna happen uh, Kim says, "Everyone, say your prayers. Say your prayers." And, and they're Chris, all like exhausted. Chris is like, "I day. just want to go to bed and watch The Bachelor." Oh my god, this day, this day. <laughs> they Kendall's all go like, to bed. But Kendall's like, "Mommy, what's happening with the FBI?" Oh yes, this. And she's like, "You know, when grownups have very serious issues, they call the FBI. Yeah, normal, That's- normal people, and they drive people out to your estate in Calabasas also, to meet like, you. Why not just tell her now she's going to watch the episode?" I guess they didn't want to get into it for time. Yes, probably for time. They're like, we got a 21-minute episode. We got to rush through. She'll learn when she's grown. So so funny. They all go to bed. Then the music changed. The huge... It's the classic someone googled new day this yes. this music is called a new day if this music is not called a brand new day i don't know what it's called <laughs> they wake up they get a call chris chris manning the phones picks up the phone the news is they caught them the photos have stopped they found the source middle right? of the night in the middle of the knife okay. night the fbi went to this man's house this is why this is serious guys yeah you have pictures of children that are naked the fbi's even if even if a, a dumb reality show that is not yet aired or popular right is involved and they call the fbi the fbi will come to your house in the middle of the night they will take all of your belongings mm-hmm. they'll take they'll seize your your computer mm-hmm. they'll get all the emails they'll know everyone you've ever talked to yep. they'll take the original photos and they will take you to jail and you will go to federal prison yeah and you will be like a, a registered sex offender a, right? yeah even if you only go for like a month you will be a registered sex offender and you will <laughs> never be able to find housing in miami florida because it's really bad there. <laughs> I watched a doc about Dade County and how I didn't know where that was going. All the sex offenders like live under a bridge because they can't find housing. Oh, that seems so problematic. It's really because it's even some people who are like we're just like uh, like a nineteen year old had sex with a sixteen year old kind like of just, thing. Oh no. Well, it's another day, another well, topic. Maybe that guy ended up there, but this guy they got they nab him. Kim yeah. is so happy. She's running around eating cake in the morning. She's <laughs> she goes fully insane. It's very cute but it's also like a little too like we yeah they're so excited she's like i want it to be known the kardashians cannot be fucked with i was like okay uh, that definitely is laying she, the groundwork she does make that clear over and over again yes and uh, did you then we get this quote from bruce oh wait oh, oh sorry well, there's, a, there's a there's a cute me. little uh kim heart to heart with kendall and kylie about like if yes. anything with boys i want you to talk to me also the seasons have changed yes it got cold in yes. calabasas it they're was, all wearing juicy couture hoodies it was a very this, they're these velour were, these were the heavy suits. velour days oh yes um no we have this like last and it's like one of the last uh lines of oh. the season of the episode oh. They're all kind of dogpiling on the couch and it's like, hooray. It's a, a haunting line And now. it's Caitlin to camera saying, all the skeletons are out of the closet, I hope. And it's literally like the most like, what? And it's you just- Dick Wolf literally plays his little <laughs> dunk, dunk, dunk. It's 
wild of everyone on the show of every person that said like, that line oh, that boy. it's caitlin saying well, i think it's because like she knew like, yes there's a bigger but probably never thought in a million years that things would turn out the way they did no it's just so it's such an insane not that you know hindsight coming, not, being not 2020 but it's a crazy it's episode. just a crazy last sentence um for that particular person on the show so that's it that's, that's the whole it. episode oh. crisis averted they would have been season finale what a great we're one. not gonna watch those junk in the trunk episodes what are those i don't remember those are like the kind of like uh the other footage that they like they review like all the kids that sit around a pool and they're like remember when oh, no. and it's just like a no. clip episode i want my weirdly produced no yeah i'm not watching yeah. junk in a trunk no, maybe want... if something happens bad in my life i'll go down a spiral yeah, we'll save it we'll, we'll save, save it for a spiral we'll save for when we need to spiral um that's it this was fun marcy what a fun idea <sighs> you guys we love them we love them we sure do we love uh, to talk about them um so we're moving on to season two now mm-hmm. i can't wait till we get so far along and like in between seasons that we're talking about the taking of other cities <laughs> the battles can you believe the battles of other cities oh my god also those are the ones that i need the most refreshing on like and i oh because you might not watch but that's when everyone gets pregnant yes that's all the good stuff. i don't yeah that's very very foggy to me that's when we have an unreleased uh chloe and scott podcast oh the podcast the lady and the lord also lamar and chloe Chloe Lamar. I mean, I we're far away from that. I'm sure we'll get another season before we get there, but so much to come. I mean, guys, what I mean, uh, it's interesting because like there definitely is a timetable on on us in this podcast. Yes, like we have five seasons, which could be five years. I'm sure we'll both give up long before then. That's very likely. Yeah. I mean, we still don't make money off. <laughs> we this. do not. And Sometimes people hurt our feelings. So yeah, and that's true. It's not likely we will make it till the five seasons. <laughs> we're fragile. Honestly, like we're not growing enough. You guys aren't telling enough of your friends. It's all like, it's all your fault. There's no way. Is we're this the spiral? This is. The, I'm gonna. I'm already queuing up junk in the trunk right now. That's just to say, guys, if you care to hear what we're gonna say on the the next five seasons, you gotta tell some people. Tell some people. Here's the thing. It feels really good. I urge every one of you to live loud and proud and tell people you love the Kardashians. I did it today to my hair lady. She was giving me a lot of a lot of tood about Chloe. And no. I was like, thank you. And I said, oh, I don't know if you know this, um, actually, but I have a podcast about the Kardashians. I really love them. And she was like, yeah, they're not for me. And I said, hmm, interesting, because she brought them up. Um, and she's great. Could you talking about them. And but guys it feels really good to let people know what you're what you're all about and if although i will say is she great she gave me this garbage cat <laughs> he's the worst guys i can't even open that okay um guys just uh all, I, all we're saying is spread the word it helps us a lot <laughs> we're saying um, just rate us and review us on some damn apple podcast don't make us ask again um guys we release new episodes every wednesday subscribe on apple podcast wherever you get your podcasts and please rate and review like we just kindly asked um yeah i said it nice uh, we were nice we <laughs> this were is nice. why people say they don't like me no marcy i love you <laughs> you do but everyone else check out our twitter and our instagram and like our facebook page uh email us corrections comments and kardashian run-ins at carditionit at gmail.com hey thanks so much for listening to Kardashian, guys bye <laughs> Thank you.
Hi, I'm Muriel. And I'm Nick. And we are the co-hosts of the podcast, Hella, Hella in Your 30s. This podcast is all about diets, hobbies. Never dying. Never dying. Fitbits. I'm going to try to moisturize my face more. Yeah, alcohol. Should we drink more or less? <laughs> Cheap Chipotle dates for two. We bring you hot episodes every Monday from Campfire Media. So make sure to subscribe on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. Campfire.